This flash briefing was made possible by a sponsorship from Avexis, a clinical stage gene therapy company. The following content was not developed by Avexis. Welcome, and thank you for listening to the SMA Flash Briefing. Clinicians have described the case of an Iranian teenager with a rare type of SMA. It's associated with progressive myoclonic epilepsy, or PME. The case study was called a novel case report of SMA with PME from Iran. It was published in the International Medical Case Reports Journal. SMA comprises a group of neurodegenerative disorders characterized by the gradual loss of motor neurons in the spinal cord, and it leads to muscle weakness. It's normally caused by mutations in the SMN1 gene, which provides instructions for making the SMN protein and this gene is essential to motor neuron survival. In some cases, SMA can be associated with PME, and PME comprises a group of rare syndromes involving the central nervous system. It's characterized by muscle contractions and seizures that lead to unsteadiness, muscle rigidity, and neurodegeneration. This rare form of SMA, known as SMA-PME, is not associated with mutations in the SMN1 gene. Instead, it's with mutations in the ASAH1 gene, and this gene provides instructions to make an enzyme called acid ceramidase. This enzyme is usually found inside lysosomes, and this is the part of cells that helps to break down fatty molecules. Like other forms of SMA, SMA-PME is also characterized by progressive muscle weakness, and it normally starts between ages three to seven years old. However, unlike other forms of the disease, these symptoms are accompanied by epilepsy, seizures, and in some cases, deafness. In this case report study, the 15-year-old girl had been born from related parents. She presented with symptoms of limb muscle weakness, seizures, and tremors. When she was five, she started having tremors in her hands, and by the age of seven, she started having her first muscle contractions. And from age 10, the girl started having progressive limb muscle weakness and required assistance to stand, climb stairs, and wash her hands. Physical examination showed that the patient had limb muscle weakness, especially in the upper arms, hips, and knees. Genetic analysis that was performed afterward revealed that the girl carried two copies of a genetic mutation in the ASAH1 gene, and this was present in both parents. Biochemical analysis also confirmed that the girl had a slight reduction in the activity of acid ceramidase. The patient was started on medication to control her seizures, but did not respond well to treatment. She then started treatment with clonazepam and sabrol, and this was on top of her previous medications. But again, she didn't show any improvement. Her symptoms actually started progressing. Managing seizures, tremors, or deafness are the only treatments that could be considered for this condition. Although utilizing a powered wheelchair or other devices would probably improve balance. Things like epilepsy episodes, nutritional status, muscle strength, respiratory function, and mobility capacity should all be intermittently evaluated. Now, the girl is currently receiving treatment with a recombinant enzyme therapy. In conclusion, 
SMAPME should be suspected if a child has onset of weakness at an average of age 5 and has any epileptic or myoclonic episodes that don't respond to medication, and a diagnosis can be confirmed by evidence of chronic denervation, seizures, tissue abnormalities, and an absence of mutations in the SMN1 gene. Coming up next, perspectives from SMA News Today Forum's moderator, Deanne Runge. Are you interested in learning more about the latest treatment for spinal muscular atrophy? Visit TreatSMA.com to see how this treatment works, hear about family stories, and learn about the steps to starting treatment. Visit TreatSMA.com. Thanks for joining me. I'm Deanne Rungi, SMA News Today Forum's moderator and blogger. On a dreary day, lounging on the couch with a good book sounds divine. Just one problem with that, the couch isn't comfortable. At least not for me. My knee contractures make it impossible to scoot all the way back on the couch, therefore needing a gazillion pillows strategically placed just so I don't topple over. Besides that, it's tough to even get onto the couch. Holding a book is difficult too. So I guess there's a few problems with lounging on the couch. I prefer the comfort of my wheelchair. Although I look forward to going to bed at night, I'm usually more than ready to get up into my chair by morning. When I'm sick, I feel my cough is stronger in my chair. I figured out a method where I accelerate then stop quickly to use the force to assist with my cough. On average, I probably spend 14 plus hours a day in my chair. Even though swinging on a hammock or lounging on the sofa look appealing, I'll take my chair, thank you very much. Did you find your wheelchair is the most comfortable place? If not, how do you get comfortable in other places? Head on over to smanewstoday.com forums to join the discussion. The information in our flash briefings and podcasts are provided for informational and educational purposes only. Be sure to tune in daily to SMA News Today for the latest news and perspectives regarding the disease. All of our podcasts and flash briefings can be found on our website at www.smanewstoday.com. You can also find our podcast and flash briefings on SoundCloud, Spotify, and iTunes. And be sure to follow us on our Instagram and Facebook page as well. I'm Michael Morale, Senior Director of Multi-Channel Content for SMA News Today.